Hi, welcome back to Love Essie, the podcast. This is episode 58. And this week, guys, I'm talking to you about a brand new book that is about to come out. So in case you're like, oh my god, what if I really want to read this book? How long do I have to wait? A whole 24 hours because this book is out Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. Um, And honestly, if you are listening to the podcast after Monday, the book is out the book is out um so you're not gonna have to wait long to also be able to enjoy this awesome and amazing and wonderful book um clearly i enjoyed it (laughs) in case you were like i'm not sure did she like it i think she liked it it sounds like she liked it i liked it i loved it i enjoyed it so very much it was definitely one of those i should put this down because i should go to sleep and then it was like I'm going to read a few more pages. It's fine. An hour and a half later. I'm just, I'm so close to the end of this chapter. I'm just going to, all of a sudden, it's three in the morning. And it's like, but it's so good. It's so good. So I have to finish. Um, So yeah, I lost some sleep. But you know what? In the grand scheme of things, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sure my body's like, is it though? But my mind, my mind is happy because of the joy that this book brought. So the book in question, friends, is Beverly Jenkins' Wild Rain, which is book two in the Women Who Dare series. So yes, book two, Women Who Dare series, called wild rain it has a gorgeous cover right um it is a wonderful book now to to, to give you a little bit of a like a bit of a little backstory in case you're like i haven't read um all of beverly jenkins historicals which is okay because i still have quite a few to read but i've read a bunch our two main characters right spring rain lee and garrett mccray um, Spring, we've met before. This is not our first time if we've read, been reading Beverly, meeting her. Um, Spring's brother, Dr. Colton Lee, he's a doctor. Um, he got his book um, in Tempest, which is book three in the Old West series. And he ended up with Regan Carmichael. And you're like, oh, okay, I see. Now, Regan Carmichael, her aunt eddie carmichael some of you are gonna be like esther it's edie listen for some reason e d d y in my head has always been eddie you're gonna be like the extra d makes it edie and i'm gonna be like i'm sorry but she's eddie carmichael to me that's what she and i'm fine with that anyway eddie is book one in the old west series forbidden and she is with Rhine fontaine right and you're probably like okay Rhine, we had met before and when i say we had met Rhine before we met Rhine a really really long time ago and we met Rhine in through the storm which is Raymond Levesque and Sable's book because Ryan and Sable are siblings. But Ryan can pass. And if you're like, can pass as what? As white, my friends. He was born a slave, but could pass as white and did so. His sister Sable could not. And his sister Sable ends up uh, once, I believe it's once the war is over, with Raymond Levesque. And to bring it full circle... Book one of the Women Who Dare series is 
Drake Levesque with his lovely lady Valinda. So this is how it's all connected in case you're like, okay, go what? So like Raymond and Drake are brothers, right? And Raymond ends up with Sable, who is the sister of Ryan, who's married to Edie, who, ooh, I called her Edie, <laughs> whose uh, niece, Regan, Reagan, whatever, is married to Dr. Colton Lee, and now it's his sister's book. Okay? Okay. Glad that you could follow along with that. And if you couldn't, and you're like, this, this the fuck is Esther? Just, just go read all the books and if you're like what are they don't worry i'm gonna put them in the show notes so you two can just like read all this um because you need to so in this book we meet spring rain well we we meet we get to know spring rain because we've met her and we get to know garrett mccray and i'm going to say this because it's in the authors now and i know that beverly jenkins has tweeted about this so it's not really a spoiler you might be like bitch this was a spoiler and i'm gonna be like okay i guess i don't see how garrett mccray is according to beverly jenkins her first cinnamon roll hero and he is absolutely wonderful i love him i would like a garrett mccray of my own i would like um i don't know the powers that be somewhere out there in the universe alternate dimensions to make one and send them send him my way that's all you know i mean i'm not sure how i'm gonna meet him in the midst of a pandemic but whatever just please because he is such a kind hero ah anyway i'm getting ahead of myself so because this is a brand new book right i don't want to like fucking spoil it and then you're like this mother trucker just spoiled the book for me I'm going to try to talk about it right now without spoilers. Then I'm going to come back and be like, spoilers. But I'm going to be very clear that I'm spoiling it. So if you don't want to hear that part, you skip, right? Unless, you know, spoilers don't bother you. Uh, but I, you know, don't want to like ruin the experience. And you're like, wow, Esther, really? You just, just don't give a fuck, huh? No, no, no. I do. I do. I mean, for certain things because for certain things there are no fucks left the field is barren but for other things the field is full is plenty full. anyway so we have this in this story we've got a lady ranger which is spring and we've got a reporter and that's garrett and garrett is really in town to um interview her brother for his father's newspaper that's why he's there and of course, you know, they meet and they like fall for each other. And I loved the ways in which Beverly shows us how the two of them grow in the way that they think of themselves and each other in this book. Like their their relationship is a relationship of two people who grow and change due to being together and not in like a gross or whatever kind of way where you're like oh no but in a way that you're like wow like look at how they um I was gonna say a bolster but that's not the right word it's not bolster it's like being with each other allows them to maybe see parts of themselves that might have been hidden or to just have that sort of different perspective that allows you to sort of see 
um, yourself and what you are worthy of and what you deserve in a brand new light. And I loved that so much. Um, I think that romances that show us that are so powerful because that is so wonderful to see that, you know, these two people, I mean, you want to always have your characters grow, right? If they are the same characters on page one and, you know, at the end, I don't, I mean, is it possible I'll read it? Yeah, because, you know, I read a lot, but I'm going to be disappointed and, you know, they'll be like, okay, whatever. Whereas, like, when your characters grow and change, you know, and, you know, it's not a, like, unrealistic or, you know, far-fetched kind of change, but it's something that as you're reading, the reader, you're like, oh, I can see this, right? And it, it, you know, it may even make you think about, like, instances of where that could apply to your life. That is something that I'm always so happy to find um, in the romances that I read. Um, and so I think that uh, Miss Beverly Jenkins, I mean, she is incomparable. Like, she is so good at this. Because she writes in a way that I don't find. There were moments that could have been, you know, written by someone else might have ended up being too schmaltzy or too much. And I never that doesn't happen she also includes such a wealth of history but it doesn't feel like I'm being preached to it doesn't feel like I was reading a romance and suddenly I'm in the midst of a lecture it just feels like knowledge flowing like think of a wonderful clear brook I don't know why I said brook but think of that and it's just like imagine that the history that she includes in her books is just flowing down gently down this brook and enveloping you in knowledge, but not drowning you. Just a lovely wash of information that makes sense, adds depth and real realism, I guess is the word, to the text and also has you curious to know more and then of course she always includes you know the kinds of texts that she got that information from so then all of a sudden your tbr is a little bit bigger a little bit you know heavier but that's okay you know don't worry about that like that is such an incredible skill because it's like there are people who can't do that right there are historicals out there that i'm like ooh. <laughs> I see how you wanted to include this piece of like probable history in there, but ooh, so clunky, ooh, so ill-fitting, ooh, no good. This is not the case here. This is like, it's just perfectly placed, and I, f- I personally feel like all of her historicals do that. You know, you get, you know, some really fantastic information about the past but it is never you know a weird sort of it doesn't take you out of the story it doesn't you know make the story somehow no it works so 
we've got, you know, really fantastic sort of history happening. We've got these two characters who are very different people, but as they come together, oh, it was so, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I kept, you know, you know, as I mentioned, I kept flitting. I said flipping. I'm reading on an iPhone. So, t- I mean, technically there's, you know, it does a little thing where the page flips. But anyway, I kept going because I wanted to see more of them. I wanted to see more of Spring and Garrett and how they interacted and how they dealt with the different conflicts that they came up against um, and how it all played out. I loved seeing Ray Colton and Reagan um, throughout the book. Um, it was a nice sort of view like, oh, like, because I think, you know, um, one of the beautiful things about series is that you're able to see a previous couple that you really enjoyed in a different stage in their life, right? And it, that's always, I, I, I enjoy that, um, which I think is one of the reasons why, like, there are certain series that I'm just like, I love this because I, I get that feeling. So we got that. And the title of the series is Women Who Dare, and Spring is a woman woman wow look at me being weird spring is a woman who most definitely dares she dares to be herself in the face of a lot of shit she dares to not bend for you know society's dictates or to make herself small to appease others um she is not someone that you're like is she ever gonna grow a backbone and be like enough is enough no we're talking about someone who from the moment we see her on the page it's very clear that there is such a core of strength in her um and not in a because sometimes strength is sometimes written, especially for women, in a way that can almost straddle the line between good and bad. And it's like, okay, I don't, why did we have to do that? Spring is not somehow less a woman because she's strong, um, which can, you know, there isn't um, a. I mean, she she's a lady rancher, right? Which is also really fucking cool. Like, I mean, I love the premise of a ranch. Um, would I ever be a girl? No, I'd, I don't know anything about animals and the outdoors. Like, I know they need food and then they need places to go, you know, do their business. But uh, too much for me. But I love the concept of, you know, a woman who is running that on her own. And of course, this is a historical. So it's always easy, I feel like, to think that women in the past just couldn't do things, didn't have options, didn't have choices. Um, and I love that these books are like reminding us, in case we've forgotten or didn't know, that no, that's not the case, right? That there were always going to be 
stories of women who did have choices, who did forge their own paths, um, which is like, you know, really fascinating to think of at that time when so much is being, you know, forged, so much is new and being opened and and changing and whatever. Um, So it is a book that um, for me particularly, because I really enjoy um, female characters who are very, very clear on who they are and what they bring to the table. And, you know, again, it's not like she doesn't learn things about herself as the story progresses. She does. But it isn't um, because of... Uh, I feel like there's a word I'm missing. But spring is just such a clear example of strength. Um, And I really, really enjoyed reading it. And then Garrett is not intimidated by that strength. He loves, you know, he obviously falls in love with it, duh. But he doesn't see her strength as a issue he has to surmount as a problem as a detractor at any point in the book like we don't ever really have a moment where Garrett's kind of like maybe she's too strong like maybe it's just too much like maybe I don't know if I can handle this because I'm a man and oh my gosh she's so never and that is so, so refreshing to see because I do think that when the, the, our main character who's, you know, the heroine is really strong, not always, but sometimes there is that whole moment or scene where the hero's kind of like, well, uh, I don't know how to like deal with the fact that she's like so strong and capable and it's like dude like what what like why are you like this and we don't get that garrett mccray is kind of like damn she's strong that's wonderful damn she's powerful okay like he's never like my sense of self aka my idea my perception of who I am as a man is now threatened by this female who is, wait for it, wait for it, not weak, not weak. No, he doesn't, that doesn't happen. Um, and I am so glad, so glad. Um, he's just kind of like, this is this is incredible that I have managed to find a woman like this, you know, and that I am free to choose to be with her. So I feel, I don't know if I can say much more without like potentially spoiling things. And I really don't want to be the person who does that. Um, so I'm going to pause here, right? <laughs> pause, pause. And then when I come back, I'm going to spoil. So if, again, spoilers upset you, make you cry, 
make your heart hurt, give you indigestion, make you so full of rage, you throw everything off a desk onto the floor. Girl, don't do that. That's wild. That's crazy. What do you mean? Um, if spoilers bother you, please, I will put in the show notes where spoilers start. You will know to pause. I mean, actually, you're listening right now. You'll know when to pick up again because you will look at the show notes and I will tell you because I will be done a spoiling. Okay? Okay. Okay, I've returned and now it's spoiler time. So if you're, again, not interested in hearing any spoilers about Wild Rain, please stop here and pick up wherever I said in the show notes to pick up. If you continue listening, you're going to get spoilers. And if you didn't want them, I don't know what to tell you. It's not me. It's you. Um, anyway, on to the wonderfulness that is this book. So, as I mentioned, right, I really enjoyed it. Could not put it down. Definitely lost some sleep, but again, whatever. And um, I really wanted to sort of... So spring garrett you know she meets him randomly in the road like there's a snowstorm he gets thrown off his horse she finds him she saves him that's not the that's you know one of the first times she saves him it'll it'll happen again and she's kind of like okay whatever i obviously am going to help you because i'm not a terrible person and he's all like when she introduces herself, he's like, are you related to Dr. Colton Lee? And she's kind of like, yeah, what of it? And he's like, that's who I'm here to interview. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Now, what I what I also thought was really interesting, um, Garrett is in, Garrett is there to interview Dr. Colton Lee, her brother, for his father's um, newspaper, right? And he's from Washington, D.C. So Garrett has traveled from Washington, D.C. to Wyoming Territory to interview the doctor, right? Which a part of me was like, what? But then I was like, yes, this is before telephones and all that jazz. Like, how else are you interviewing someone unless it's in person? And to do so, you must travel because at this time, the only thing they've got is telegrams. So, and I don't know, I obviously, I don't think anyone's like, and I'm going to telegram telegraph an entire interview so he has to do that physical journey just to interview um the doctor but then it gets even more interesting garrett is you know because his father's newspaper is what's called a send down newspaper which is newspapers that are worked on after the sun has gone down and you've stopped working at your regular day job aka your side hustle everyone see see side hustle ain't you we just had different names. Um, he has a day job and his day job is that of being a carpenter. <gasps> but wait, there's more. He also is a lawyer, but like is not interested in like practicing law, even though that's his father is interested in him doing that. And he's kind of like, yeah, skirt, skirt. No. Now, Garrett is a former slave. Um, Garrett, uh, I believe, is not yet a teenager when they are finally freed. Um, but he's not, you know, fully grown. Um, he ends up going into the Navy, which is how he gets to see the world. And he talks about how seeing, you know, met, you know, people of the race, people of color uh, in other parts of the world and learning how to read completely opened his mind and his world because he was able to see, 
you know, so many different circumstances than just the one of his own, right? Um, and he is, you know, kind of like he's into books. And I was just really sort of, I was fascinated, not fascinated, well, this fascinated the right word or is it intrigued? Whatever. I just thought it was really cool that this, like Garrett has, technically has three professions. I mean, he, you know, doesn't really care for, for the law part and, you know, really it's carpentry that is probably what is closest to his heart but like homeboy is out here with three professions other people just you know barely got one um the villain in this uh book is ugh, terrible um and the way that his um i was gonna be like do i say something but then i realized this is a spoiler section so i can't motherfucker dies and it was glorious i was like yes let this man die he don't deserve to live he's a terrible human um but yeah i really liked that garrett was you know just someone who's like ah look at me and my but that was the thing he wasn't like look at me and the fact that i have three different professions and it was just kind of like we find that out but i don't even think that he you know i feel like spring knows that he never made that like a point of like these are good points about me or, you know, did you know that I am this, this, and this? It was just like these things came out in conversation, but he never sort of led with them in a sort of boastful and prideful way. Like, I'm the man because I am. Nah, he was very much like, oh yeah, I I mean, I am a carpenter and oh yeah, well, you know, I had to go to law school because my dad wanted that, but, you know, carpentry is really more of what I prefer and I'm obviously here for you know my dad's newspaper now spring right as i'd mentioned um in the earlier part i think she is such a wonderfully strong heroine um and i really enjoyed um reading about her now there is um and i'll probably put this in the show notes uh there should uh, you know consider there a content warning because there is um conversations about sexual abuse she was abused um and it all stems from her grandfather basically being a dick and be like you have to marry this old man and she was like i don't want to he's like well then you got to get out she's 18 on like where you know this is not like oh cool i'll just you know leave and go down the street to my friend's house she doesn't have parents her brother is at howard the you know historical black college on the east coast basically getting his education she has nowhere to go and so she reaches out to a, another rancher and that rancher's like sure you can have a job here if you spread your legs for me and my son and what are you supposed to do what are you supposed to do what do you do in that situation are you like mm, well i guess we'll starve to death like no no that's not what happens um and so spring is this woman who had to deal with you know that level of betrayal from you know family because that ugh, I, I was like oh this grandfather mm, garbage garbage throwing oh and it's all because you are tired of raising her and so you decide okay well i'm tired of raising her so i'll just marry her off to this other old man and then when she's like nah i don't really want to do that it's like get the fuck out because i'm just tired of raising you because i'm over it like anyway 
grandpa ben was i did not like him that's okay i didn't have to like him because what i liked was spring and garrett um and the fact that spring starts to see i think she's always known that you know she is strong and brings value but i think that because of her past right she may be wonders if she's worthy of you know respect and tenderness and all of that and garrett sort of shows up to be like yep sure you you sure are worthy and uh here i am going to shower you in in these and in all of this because you deserve but i'm not gonna make you feel bad about it or make it seem like I'm doing you a favor. I'm just going to give you as much as you're willing to accept. If you're willing to accept it all, then you got it all. And if you, you know, not that I'll meet you where you're at. And I was like, yes, Garrett, yes, 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 yes. No, I really, really, really liked him, guys. Like, really, really liked him. I'm like, like I said, uh, I would like, someone to uh you know make one send him my way just pop him in the oven and you know once he's ready uh, once he's you know fully cooked send him my way you're probably like fully cooked girl what in the weirdo cannibalism and i'll be like well you know just uh i didn't mean in a literal cooked way or did i i didn't i swear not it i mean i like meat but not cannibals that's different um but yeah i really enjoyed and i i think what's also um was also lovely to see the relationship between spring and regan reagan whatever um is really nice right because you know these are two you know they're sister-in-laws um but they get along really great but spring is also someone who was like when she sees that Reagan needs help, she just shows up to help. It's not like, oh, I'm going to ask. And then when you say no, be all like, I can't believe you're saying no to me when I asked if you needed help or throw it in your face. Or No, it's like, I can tell that she needs some help. So I'm just going to show up and be like, and when Reagan's kind of like, girl, like, why are you here? You're here to see your brother? She's like, no, girl, I'm here to help you. And she's like, you are? She's like, duh. Now, like, go sleep <laughs> while I take care of these children. Um... I love that. I loved that the two of them are so close and there is such a lovely bond and just seeing that, you know, that kind of friendship that I think is so wonderful to see on the page. Two women who are like, we help each other. No questions asked. We are there for each other, right? We are friends we are family and so when help is needed help is given um yeah i really was like ooh um and of course as i mentioned you know the history is always like fascinating um i thought it was really interesting cuz it, so it's set in wyoming and i never think of like black people in wyoming i really don't i mean i just i mean i barely ever think about wyoming Actually, no, that's not true. Sometimes randomly, 
I'll be talking to my parents and I'll bring up like the fact that like some random state like I had brought up to my parents earlier today that like the state of Wyoming doesn't even really have like it has one city Cheyenne Cheyenne whatever and it has like I was like it has a small population and of course I was like oh I want to know how much and I looked it up it's like six back in 2019 um which felt feels like was yesterday but apparently it's been two years now ah um it was only like 60 something thousand like 60 thousand and change and i was like <gasps> like i don't know what what i li- <sighs> guys i live in new york city i grew up in toronto what is 60 000? a couple blocks like that's a city a whole city so suffice it to say i don't really ever think about wyoming but i thought it was really interesting that you know what one of the things that's mentioned is the fact that women can vote at this at the point of this book right because wyoming offered that as a way to try to draw women to the territory right because you got a bunch of dudes who are probably gonna be like well i'd like to you know not fuck a sheep or what at Maybe I would like to have children and can't do that with the animals. I may or may not have been fucking. So women are going to be needed. And the territory is like, hmm, how can we lure women from the east out here to the literal woods? Well, you can vote out here. You can't vote back east. Uh, they won't let you, but you you can do that here. Um, and in Spring's case, right, uh, letting women, you know, black women vote, which is like huge um and so i thought you know i was like oh okay very interesting um and just these are things that you don't necessarily think about right when you hear of wyoming um and and garrett is kind of like oh like there are people of the race out here um and what is it like living out here because clearly you know he's coming from washington dc and already you know jim crow regulations are starting to make life Life wasn't great, but, you know, because obviously it's a very hard life, but it's getting harder. Um, And so I can I liked seeing how Garrett is kind of like, oh, okay, so like I could live out here and not have to deal with some of the bullshit and shenanigans of like back home. And yes, I'm far from family, but it's also because in my head, I think like when I was reading, I was kind of like Wyoming washington like but at no point was garrett kind of like that's too far i can't possibly move out here and leave my parents um behind and my you know sister it was just kind of like yeah like they'll be able to visit you know um a part of me was kind of like how do you but then i was like well he got out there so like clearly you can travel out there so it's not like you know impossible it just to my brain is kind of like seems really like difficult but that's also because I'm thinking of it from a I'm also you know thinking of it from like well now you would just get in a plane and be there in a few hours but back then you didn't have that you had to like take a train to a certain city and then from that city either get a you know what is it a stagecoach or a horse and ride the rest of the way but anyway um I I was gonna be like I digress but I don't digress um but yes this cinnamon roll of a dude is wonderful and I love him so very much um because the book isn't out I'm gonna do the the lines I liked in this spoiler section because I feel like I don't know maybe they would like 
spoil things if I did it elsewhere. Um, and you might be like, lines I liked. Um, I haven't done that in a while, but there were definitely highlighted lines that I was like, oh my god, I love this. Um, my, this is one of my favorites. Um, outside of nuns, priests, and Jesuits, no one in their right mind chose to be poor. Not even hypocrites. And I was like, yes, girl, you're right. No, what? No one. No one's like, you know what? I want poverty to not afford a home and food (laughs) to have to go without. No one does that. No one does that. So stop it. Um, now that I'm going to do, Ooh, I was going to be like, I should do the next funny one. And then the other two that are not funny, but actually to like, you know, not make it like, ha ha, then immediately crush all our hopes and dreams kind of feeling. I'll do the really sad one. Then I'll do the funny one. And then I'll do the other one, which is like, not, it's, it's inspirational. So the really sad one, which like literally had me like, you know, in my feels. Um, And this is Garrett, um, I think either speaking or thinking. No, thinking. Um, Seeing his mother's anguished tears as she was driven away and knowing he might not ever see her again had been one of the most horrific, heartbreaking days of his life. Um, and I was like, oh my God, because what we learn about Garrett is that, um, Garrett's father first did everything he could to keep his family together. Um, and when eventually there was no other option, he was able to at least be able to be sold with his son, with Garrett, but their mother or their mother, his Garrett's mother, um, his father's wife wasn't sold with them she was sold to someone else um and they're able to reunite after but I can't I read that and I was like the feelings that that evoked were you know obviously not great uh very sad because there were definitely people who never saw their mother or father or both ever again right who either who searched and searched and searched and still never found them and so in Garrett's case he's lucky in the sense that he him and his father are reunited with his mother um once you know the slaves are freed but also he has to carry with him that horrific day that heartbreaking day um and there's no like changing that even if the current circumstances are positive um so then the next line which is you know funny what's in this bark from a tree no a dog yes it's from a tree a willow I should have included the fact that like she gave him bark tea and he was kind of like, what is this? And she was like, it's bark. And he was like, from a tree. And it's like, sorry, if I gave you, if I gave you tea, like, what do you guess it's from a tree bark? Like, what? and I laughed at that because that is such, that is how I would answer sometimes. Like if when people ask, 
you know, what I consider the obvious, I kind of want to be like, I want to also respond like this, like, oh my goodness, is this whatever? It's like, is this coffee? And they're holding like, like, no, it's doo-doo. Like, what do you think? Like, use use your brain. Um, So I like laughed at that because I was like, oh my God, that is such a me response. Like, no, it's from a dog. Like, I, you know, I wrestled the sound and put it in a tea for you to drink. Anyway, and then the last one, which I, you know, was like, oh, this one's like inspirational. Seeing his mother's. Oh, nope. Sorry, I was going to read that one to you again, guys. No, no, we've we've moved away from the sadness. No, this one being a slave, who he wanted to be had been beyond his grasp. Now free, his life, ambitions, and dreams were his own. He'd not turn the reins over to anyone else. And I really liked that line because, or two lines, whatever, phrase, moment. Because um, sort of circling back to the fact that like Garrett has these sort of three different professions. Um, But this is someone who finally has a choice to you know, do a reporter's job and see if he likes it, go to law school and see if he likes it, be a carpenter and see if he likes it, which when he was a slave, that had never, ever been a thought. You know, when you are worried that you may be sold from your family, you are not thinking of what you might be, of what you could be, what you can be, of what you want to do you don't have the luxury of those kinds of thoughts those kinds of thoughts will only you know drive you insane so you don't have them they are not an option you know you it is beyond your grasp so you don't you don't let yourself go there right but as a free man he is able to make whatever he wants of his life he can figure out what his dreams are what his ambitions are what his goals are what he wants most out of life and go for it and I think this is becomes very clear in that Garrett realizes um that he is definitely falling for spring and he plans to move back um you know he's gonna go home Right, because he's only in town to do an interview, but now all of a sudden he wants to like stay. So it's like, well, I gotta go home, you know, you know, figure out my affairs kind of thing, and then I can return. And there's a part of him that thinks or is aware that, you know, Spring might not be interested in something with him. Um, and if that is the case, then he is okay with that. But he also wants to see what his life can be like in this territory. And so he makes that decision of like, this is something that I want for me, right? That's going to bring me satisfaction and bring me um, a feeling of living the life I want. And obviously having spring by my side would make this, you know, everything. Um, but I'm not making it about her i'm not putting all this pressure on like i'm leaving my whole family and everything i've ever known i'm coming out here 
and I'm coming here for you. And if you, he is very clear, like when he lets her know that he's coming back and she's kind of like, skirt, skirt, what? Like, I thought we were just like, you know, knocking boots while you were here. And he's like, I mean, when I come back, I'd like to knock boots, but like, no pressure. If all you ever want to do is hook up once in a while, cool. You want something more? Cool. If you don't, that's fine. I'm not making this move about you. It isn't about being closer to you. That is a huge benefit, but I'm not turning this into, I am uprooting my entire life for you. So you better. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Garrett, don't do that because Garrett's really smart and I really like him. Um, And so I really was like, oh, okay. Um, And that, that line or that section there, I think really sort of shows us, uh, the reader, um, that Garrett is very clear that he now has the power to decide what he wants. And if he no longer wants to be a reporter for the Sundown paper his father owns, he no longer wants to practice law, if he only wants to be a carpenter, that is okay because that is his choice because he can make choices now which he could not before and that was so well written and I feel like that really came through in the writing in the way that he as a character is um and I was just like ah yes yeah like Again, as I, you know, keep sort of blathering on about, I really, really liked him as a character. And I was just like, mm, thank you so much for this, Miss Beverly Jenkins. Um, oh, and there's one more, which I thought was like funny, but it was also kind of like, damn, like. Why, why are things like this? Um, because I was like, oh, you know, like the way I read it, I was like, yeah, that is kind of like ridiculous that that's how things are. So Garrett is talking to Spring's business partner, Ed, and, um, Ed asks, he asked him a question and he goes, they allow your people to enroll? Oh, and Ed is Native American. Ed shook his head. I told them I was a Spaniard. His knowing smile made Garrett laugh loudly. The bamboozling we have to do to live in this country. Amen, Ed replied. And I was like, wow, yes. The, the levels in which you had to lie and literally bamboozle just to get by just to survive just to do you know what others were granted the right to to have an education to have a home to have a business to you know live a normal life like the levels that you know you had to go through i was like oh my god you're right having to having to lie and say that you're spaniard when you are not just so you can go to school because oh we don't let you know we don't let y'all get an education absolutely not like really really though really um 
So basically, all I can say is I loved Wild Rain. I think it is an incredible book. Uh, Miss Beverly Jenkins outdid herself. You need it. You need to get it. You need to read it. Um, I'm probably going to reread this again soon because I really enjoyed it. But try not to, you know, lose sleep since I now like know how it ends. But who knows, you know. The writing was so engaging that I might just be like, oh no, what time is it again? And then all of a sudden it's 3 a.m. And I'm just telling you this because like when you start reading it and you can't put it down and you also lose sleep, I don't want you to be like, I had no idea. I warned you. But it's okay, guys. Like we can take naps. We can take naps. All right. I'm going to stop here. Then I'll be back with gratitude, latitude. Yes, yes. So, for gratitude, latitude this week, first thing I'm grateful for, I got myself some roses, the little ones, um, minis, I don't know what they're called, <laughs> the smaller roses, not the regular size, but the size that is smaller than the regular, so mini at Trader Joe's with some baby's breath um because I'm like you know with all the snow that's happening with all the cold and the gray I want something you know a little bit uh bright and cheery in my room so there's this really like lovely uh light pinkish color and then another one that's like orange with like hints of um, a darker blood orange yes I you know or as you know back on that project runway episode clip red um and it just is so bright it makes me like so hopeful for spring which is coming you know at some point um i'm also ignoring what the what the groundhog said just because nah he wrong he wrong so sorry so sorry to him but he's wrong so um just very grateful that i could have like fresh flowers in my room and you know be all like oh it's like I have a garden I mean it's not at all because it's just one vase if I wanted to pretend I had a garden I'd have multiple vases but whatever um the second thing that I'm very grateful for I went and I got my nails done um I hadn't gotten my nails done um actually since December because I really loved um what he did and they still looked actually pretty good like for two months because I literally went December 5th or 6th 5th um was when I went to get my nails done and I went um Saturday February um 6th so a full two motherfucking months people with the same nail set but I w- was loving them but I was finally like okay girl you need to like let go and try something new and I love it um it's actually very like um i i feel like it's more of easter color combo but could also be like valentine's day combo even though i'm single and will be spending that day alone um but i got like baby pink and this like really lice really lice wow not lice really nice light purple i don't maybe lilac i don't say um with obviously like like stones because i i love the glimmer the, the the sparkle um and he did this like he had like holographic foil and like a rose pattern anyway I was like 
I mean, every time I go and get my nails done, I just feel so fucking fantastic after. Um, I just love it. And I'm also, if you're like, I'm wondering what the, what do you mean? I'm one of those people that has acrylics with that pointy stiletto look. I love it. Um, I tried coffin. It wasn't for me. I, 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 I've been doing this now for a few years (laughs) and I just could not give it up. Um, I mean, whatever. So yeah, I went, got my nails done and felt like a whole brand new human. Like just was like, oh yes, this is me and I am amazing. Um, which is hilarious because like I didn't do the nails, but like I felt amazing because the, the nails were on me. Um, and then I guess the third thing that I'm grateful for, um, this week, um, I'm very, very grateful for the fact that I was able to call my parents and talk to them uh, on video call and uh, able to see them. Uh, it was really nice. It was really awesome. And I'm really thankful that like I have the technological tools, a laptop with a webcam to be able to like call my parents and physically. I mean, I could always call them on the phone and hear them, but it's nice to be able to see them, especially, you know, with everything happening in this Pangea panorama Panera bread that has not ended. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are the three things that I am very grateful for this week. Um, again, this book comes out tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Monday, if it's not Monday, if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, any other day of the week past the ninth, the ninth and onwards, then the book is available and you can go out and get it and have a wonderful reading experience. Um, because honestly, guys, really, really, really good. Just the best. So good. Um, it's definitely, definitely one of my, I think going to be one of my top 2021 books. Um, because just so, so good. Um, ooh, my brain just like blanked. There was a thought, and then that thought walked away, ran away, scooted away. Um, so because the thought is gone, <laughs> and, um, all I can say is have a wonderful week. <sighs> have some, have something fun to eat. Um, I went to Trader Joe's and I got some little raspberry mousse cake things. They're like really small. They're bite sized which is both good and bad because they're bite sized So I want to tell myself like, oh, it's like small and tiny. So, you know, it won't be bad for me. But then because they're so small, it's like, well, technically, if I had four out of the six, that's probably the size of a regular cupcake. So really, anyway trying to you know be better about that uh but yeah I went and I got mm, these little mousse cake things raspberry flavored and uh I'm just I feel like right now in this winter season if where you currently are where you're listening it's winter um we should be like bears we should be eating and sleeping and hibernating um I know it's really hard to do that because work and all the responsibilities of life but every chance you get to sleep be cozy eat really you know rich and delicious foods 
just be inside as the snow or rain falls down and sort of blankets the earth. You should take that. You should take all those opportunities to just be warm, cozy, with snacks that are yummy, that are decadent, that feel sublime on the tongue, that are silky, that are smooth, that are perfection. Because, you know, why not? (laughs) Why not? And, uh, yeah, so treat yourself to something delicious this week and uh come back next week just you know come back next week i'm also going to be for those of you who are nalini singh fans and are probably like oh i want to listen to all the nalini singh uh episodes i realized that i can create or i realized and created a playlist on spotify with all of the episodes that are for the side changeling series um that are from slave dissensation all the way through alpha night so in case you're like i really just you know want to just listen to those girl i got i got a playlist for you i got a playlist for you so yeah that's it for this week thank you so much for listening um you know hanging out with me can't wait to talk to you guys uh next week about a book that involves alien love that's all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say that it's about alien love you can guess what kind of book it is because i'm not gonna tell you you won't have to come back next week to find out that's right that's right next week (laughs) all right guys thank you again so much and have the best week ever and uh bye